Hey everybody, welcome back to the Soap Opera for Dudes Digest, a weekly podcast chronicling the real-life drama, emotion, and heartbreak of a fantasy football league in which we obsess over assigning pretend points to real-life football players. I'm your host, Chris Smith, and each week we'll talk about the big roster moves, upsets, victories, and defeats from the past week in this league, and we will, of course, cover the side bets and any other tomfoolery the managers are up to, and what we're looking forward to this upcoming weekend. Week four is in the books, everybody. We did it. Uh, A lot of football was played. Uh, Week four, the NFL is still happening. And you know what? So is fantasy football. So what happened? Uh, I took my second loss. I'm now two and two. Scott beat me 110 to 93. Uh, He had a great game, Scott did, from Aaron Rodgers on Monday night. I had a less good game from uh, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, and Aaron Jones. And uh, they couldn't get it done for me to even it up. And uh, note to self, start Antonio Gibson. From now on, until proven otherwise, not Marvin Jones, who I later dropped. Dang it. Uh, Colin beat Matt 112 to 84. Colin had good games for Kyler and from Cooper and Gordon, I guess. So big three for him and all did well. Uh, For Matt, Russell was good, but not transcendent like he had been other weeks. Um, And otherwise, his roster didn't explode they did fine he still got 84 and uh he had a rather nice surprise from traquan smith on the saints so you know good job but not enough to beat colin now beach beach was the big story over john the friendship rivalry there uh those two grew up together and uh beach you accomplished the highest score of any manager yet this season i think with uh and did it only with a 12 from his QB. So that means his other skill position players were just amazing. Uh, Mixon, OBJ, Kittle, even a great week out of Gurley. So, wow, well done, Beach. John, 99, not a bad score at all. Definitely over the average what people tend to get in this league, but not enough to beat 152. My goodness. Tom beat Pete. So Tom uh, got 105 to Pete's 82. Josh Allen continues to have been just a great auto draft pick for Tom. Wow. And uh, having a great, great week again. Uh, Robinson and McKinnon and Murray also did well for him. So, uh, you know, at least Robinson was a pickup there. Uh, And actually, so was McKinnon. So Tom doing it uh for pete some uh, low scores across the board really but uh, commendable from a uh, kicker with the best name in football rodrigo Blanketship and the kansas city defense glenn beat drew uh 102 to 86 glenn continues to be uh, a force to be reckoned with in this league this season uh lamar jackson being lamar jackson is pretty much the story there kenny galladay being back and mike davis his his great pickup there uh from the other week replacing Chris, christian mccaffrey on the pa- uh, panthers gosh if i could only talk uh but mike davis former seahawk continues being good uh drew has kareem hunt who had a good game and should get even better with nick chubb out uh for the browns so uh you know not not a bad or i guess a bad week but better things to come for drew and craig uh over Derek, 112 96 uh 112 is is a good good score nice and solid dak prescott leading the way with 45 points and chris carson with 22 is not a bad way to do it Derek definitely made it close getting up to 96 but eh, couldn't quite catch that so the highest score not a surprise it was brett and pete had the lowest score so um i don't know if pete's doing a video or if he's doing something else but uh you know just good to note there Looking back a little bit on week four as well, the transactions of last week, uh, you know, it's, I, I got to say, the one I didn't go for, 
Scott picking up Justin Jefferson of the Miami Vikings, uh, dropping MVS. He did that for only 18 bucks. More on big spending later in the episode. Uh, and Craig picking up Chase Edmonds for free. It seems like Kenyon Drake is not super getting it done and that Chase Edmonds is going to have an expanded role in Arizona. And getting him for free is really, really good. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Dings for both. You both get dings. Good job. Uh, looking at the league, where we're at after four weeks is, you know, we've got we've got a couple 4-0s. That's Craig and, uh, and Colin. Uh, each are strong this year. And uh, Craig, of course, in his tradition, has still not spent any waiver bucks whatsoever. And then uh, Pete uh, and John are both 0-4. And, uh, you know, they're spending, they're making moves, uh, you know, only Pete, Colin, and myself have made the most moves, 10 or more moves in four weeks. So, you know, people are trying to make their team better. I love it. We even have a trade to talk about. And uh, that's the first quarter of the of the fantasy year. I mean, basically 16 games in a fantasy season, including the playoffs. So that's what, one third done. The first period of the regular season is done. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it definitely feels like football. It feels like fantasy football, and I think, uh, you know, there's a lot more to come. Me? I'm in seventh place. I, I don't know. Things are not going well for me. I, I didn't even have any major injuries, really. I mean, some, but my dudes who were supposed to explode and explode points all over my roster? No. No. They're sort of thudding. A dull thud. So, I made some moves, and uh, let's talk about it. So, this week... Huge trade. A huge trade. So Scott and Drew did a trade, and I'd, I'd love to hear some more rationale behind what's going where. But uh, Devontae Parker and Devonta Freeman, so Devontae, Devonta, uh, going to Scott. So Devontae Parker coming back from that injury. Still got Fitzmagic at QB uh, in Miami. Devonta Freeman on the Giants. Danny Dimes. Uh, they have a good schedule coming up, but he hasn't been great yet. Uh, on the other side of the trade, big one, DK Metcalf to Drew and J.K. Dobbins to Drew. So, you know, on paper, DK Metcalf is a wide receiver. One, he's, you know, definitely leading the league in some uh, targets or at least among the league leaders. J.K. Dobbins, great backup if anything happens to Mark Ingram, definitely stepping up in a big role. Seems like Drew got the better end of that trade, at least to me. But Scott, if you have anything to say, we'd love to hear your comments in the chat. Otherwise, you know, before that, because that just happened the other day, um, I spent big. I spent big. I gambled because you know what? I have not been spending big enough. We we talked about it. I don't know that this was the smartest spend. I gotta say, uh, but it it was a big spend. I picked up Joshua Kelly for thirty one dollars and dropped Brandon Cooks, and that's with uh, Austin Eckler out. Um, Joshua Kelly maybe is gonna be the lead running back. Who knows? It's kind of hard to say because it seems like from coach speak that uh, Justin Jackson uh, is is also going to be in that mix and may even be equal. But it seemed the common wisdom at the time seemed like Joshua Kelly was going to be the guy. So I picked him up. $31. Scott tried to bid exactly 31 I happened to have higher waiver priority than Scott. So I got him. Matt bid 29 Colin 17 Brett 7 Pete 6 He was the hot ticket on the waiver wire this past week which uh you know is is great i feel great having won the the bid but now i have a lot less fab 
and I have this guy who might be good, might not be good. Also, I spent again. Jerry Judy was on the waiver wire, and he is a great receiver. Whether he's in a good QB situation uh, is debatable, not at all. He's in a horrible QB situation with Drew Locke out. Um, who's slinging the ball over there? I, I even forget. Um, but the Broncos do not have, they're like on their third string quarterback right now. Jerry Judy, amazing receiver, has flashed uh, some great talent. I, my my hope is that he's going to continue improve and, to improve and I can continue to play him and he'll be a good uh, value over the back half of the season. But again, $21. I dropped Marvin Jones. I thought Jerry Judy would be a big pickup, um, but I guess everybody else read the tea leaves of the quarterback as well. Nobody else bid. So I basically just threw away 21 fab. Uh, otherwise, let's see. What what else happened? That was That's my emotional bit of it. Uh, but Colin picked up Robert Tanyan of the Green Bay Packers, chasing some points. He had a great week uh, and dropped Mo Alley-Cox. Uh, $9 again over Pete's $9. So we had two cases where waiver priority was the difference maker. And Glenn bid two on that. Didn't pick him up. Brett picked up Ernest Johnson for $7 of the Cleveland Browns. I hadn't heard that name before, but he's the backup running back behind Kareem Hunt in uh, on in Cleveland. And with Nick Chubb out, that definitely appears to be a big, big role, especially given that the Browns have the best running offense in football. Uh, Matt picked up Eric Ebron for $4, dropped Noah Fant. Pete picked up T. Higgins for $4 and over Andy Isbella. Pete also picked up Teddy Bridgewater for $4 and dropped by on Hill. Teddy is facing the Falcons and had a great week last week. I think that'll be a good pickup, Pete. Uh, Scott picked up the New England D and dropped the LA Chargers. And Scott also picked up Daniel Jones for $2 and dropped Zach Moss. So at least with the trade, he's going to have the stack of Daniel Jones and Devonta Freeman. Uh okay. Uh, I picked up Kirk Cousins for two bucks, dropping Phillip Rivers. Kirk Cousins playing better, especially with his receivers doing well and uh, also playing against Seattle. So should be a good one. It's been a week, man. Sorry, it's Friday. I need some coffee in my system or something. Otherwise, free agents. Uh, Mac picked up Cleveland, uh, dropped Arizona. Brett uh, got Chris Boswell dropping Matt Prater. Colin, picking up Justin Jackson. I got to talk about this. This one gets the transaction of the week for me, I think. Uh, Colin picking up Justin Jackson. What he did, he waited on the waiver wire. And he saw, okay, you know, transactions process at like, what? three in the morning, his time, Pacific time, he woke up and at four in the morning or something like that, this dude goes on the waiver wire, sees what's left, gets him for free. That is the extra effort. This is why Colin is 4-0. He makes the extra effort. I'm convinced. Good job, Colin. Uh, otherwise, Brett picked up uh, Justin Hebert, Herbert, and dropping Russell Gage. Uh, Scott picked up Nick Folk. Dropping Mason Crosby, some kicker churn in there. Uh, John dropped the Minnesota D against Seattle. Good job. Uh, dropped Sony Michelle, who's been horrible, and picked up Sammy Watkins. Maybe a dart throw. Might be good. Also, Drew dropping Fist Magic and the LA Rams kicker, Sam Sloman. Of course, Drew got some major additions, um, not on quarterback or kicker, but at least on his roster uh, with that trade with Scott. So, uh, definitely some different look rosters coming up. I mean, I, I feel like everybody's roster is a pretty different than they drafted it or their view of the players is pretty different than how they thought they would be when you draft. This is why drafts don't, I mean, they, they set you up well, but they don't win you championships. Um, you know, it's pretty rare that one or two players will win a championship for you. Uh, it's much more about the moves that happen mid season. Uh, so looking ahead, I'm against the buzzsaw that is Colin. 
and I am not that excited. I'm eight points down in the Yahoo projections after Thursday. A lot left to play. We'll see. I have a couple dart throws that or, you know, sort of like high-risk, high-reward players like Marquise Brown and uh, some of my running backs like Aaron Jones, who seems like he's either fine or amazing. So I'm hoping, I mean, obviously, I'm hoping for an amazing win. Uh, so, yeah. And then uh, Matt versus Pete coming up. Uh, Pete is looking for his first win. Uh, I never discount Pete. He won the league last year. Um, not that... Uh, you know, he's not a great player. He's been in last. He's been in first. He's been all over the place, but he always has a plan. So Matt knows to watch out. Uh, Brett versus Scott. Each is looking for their second win. So each is currently one and three, looking to go two and three, or uh, three and two, rather. Uh, Drew versus Tom. Craig versus Glenn. Glenn is looking to spoil Craig's first loss there, just like I'm looking to do with Colin. And then Derek versus John. We've got our two 0 and 4 teams going against each other. So at the end of this, uh, one team is going to be 0-5, probably, unless there's a tie. Uh, otherwise, yeah, there's a, there's a lot coming up. And, and it's a weird week, right? We've got COVID changing schedules. So we had football on Thursday night. We will have Saturday night. We'll have Monday night. And we will have Tuesday night. Um, so we, uh, we have a lot of football. It's going to take a while. And uh, we'll see what happens because that's definitely going to affect the waiver wire. Uh, I don't know. I guess transactions are still going in on Tuesday night, I guess, or processed early Wednesday morning. Uh, but certainly, you know, will be a shorter turnaround for everybody, and we'll we'll see how that goes. Uh, yeah, woof. So otherwise, GIF of the week. Um, you know, I, I do want to call call out a non-GIF in GIF of the week, and that would be uh, our our loyal commissioner, Matt for doing some ridiculous statistical analysis while his son Simeon was sleeping. And that was really fun to see, fun to see those records. I actually loved it so much. I replicated it on my side and on Google Doc and I've been slicing and dicing, just having fun looking at the overall historical trends since 2015, my time in this league. And then, uh, you know, how time flies, I guess, uh, you know, Matt was processing even earlier uh, before the league expanded. So yeah, good job. But actually, the GIF of the week, I think, is the start of the Colin GIF parade. And that was Derek for starting a bunch of Colin GIFs, trolling Colin a little bit. And uh, yeah, well done, Derek. Uh, good gifitude as ever. Otherwise, what else is there to talk about? We're heading into a week of football. I guess it's time for the hashtag emotions corner. You know what, guys? Um, I'm not doing as well as I'd hoped. And I'm not confident that this ship is going to right itself. I, I may be in the consolation bracket this year. Uh, my job, I guess, is to comment on the action, to be a good player. And I'm trying to focus on staying positive, even though my team does not give me a lot to stay positive about. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, maybe it trades the answer. I'm just trying to look for for something to do, but I, I don't know yet. And so I'm going to spend this week not knowing and hopefully enjoying some football. And uh, if you have something and you want to come to me with a trade offer, absolutely. I will entertain everything. Uh, not, you know, not going to say yes to anything uh, or everything rather, but I'll probably say yes to something here or propose something soon. So uh, everybody have a great weekend i guess uh enjoy the football if indeed you have time to watch football and uh good luck out there except for colin i hope your team all fails and sits on the bench and just feels bad about themselves and watches tiktok so there you go bye 
What? D-R-A-M-A. Drama. Drama. <laughs> right there. Yep, for